the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Ken Sukuri Ministries. Scripture tells us in Psalm 34, 18, The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. These are the ones I look on with favor, those who are humble and contrite in spirit and who tremble at my word, says Isaiah 66, 2. We find beauty in brokenness when we choose to sit close with him and trust that he is listening. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds, our words of healing in Psalm 147.3. Brokenness is a blessing because it puts us on the road to a breakthrough. Brokenness to Beauty with Brittany Francis, founder of Kensukuri Ministries, starts now. Welcome to the program. This is Brokenness to Beauty. I'm Suzanne Simon, and this is a little different because... I'm going to be on today, and I'm introing the program. How cool is that? Thank you, Brittany. Well, I wanted them to start by hearing your voice. Oh, so I was praying this morning, and I think that all the listeners will probably say, "Oh, yeah, this sounds familiar." At some point in their life, this morning I was just in the worst of moods. Oh, and I, I knew that, that I had to be here, and I was like, "Gosh, you know," and I felt the Lord say, "Whenever you don't want to do something." It usually means that I have something on the other side of it. So I started Ah. praying and I was like, you know, I know Susan, I know Stephen, and I know what you guys have been up to and our listeners don't really know yet. And so I want to take this opportunity and first of all, honor you both for taking a step in the direction of bringing Christianity and business out to the open and and taking the levels, the pillars of all the different, you know, your church mm-hmm. business and bringing them together as a capital C church. Okay. And that's what you guys are really doing. And I don't think yeah. that you guys really know that, but we are supposed to be thriving in business. And so we focus on this program and testimonies. And I want to talk about your guys' testimony and what God did to ignite this new program that's going to be coming on. Awesome. So, that's right. why. Well, let me jump in and explain if, yes. I don't know if anybody here knows who Stephen is. So let's start there. Yes. So um, Stephen Kay is another person here at Salem and at KKHT. And he and I have known each other for a while because we used to have a third radio station. We don't have it anymore. It was a business station and Stephen was my client. Okay. So I called on him and he brought business into us. So we got to know each other, and I learned that he is a man of God. He is a man of high integrity. And when he would bring in a client, they were good clients. No problems. You know what I mean? Yes. Because <laughs> we all have clients, and we all know that sometimes clients can be challenging to work with. And so he would always bring good people in. And I knew that if he said, I've got something coming in, that it was as real as it possibly could be. Not that everybody always says yes, but he was going to follow it through with the highest of integrity. So. I don't know, a month ago, I guess. Yeah, a little probably longer, a little bit more than a, a month bit ago. A little longer than that. 
I'm sitting over in the corner by the kitchen, just working at one of the temporary desks because we're remodeling right now. So it's a big deal. So I'm working at the temporary desk, just trying to get things done. And I see Stephen. And I think, Stephen Kay, what's he doing here? He must have a client. <laughs> I said, what are you doing here? You bringing us a client? And he goes, no, I work here. <laughs> so, whoa. Well, that was cool. Surprise. Surprise. So fast forward, we're doing your show. Okay. And it kind of slipped out because I had been telling you about this project that I'm working on. So it kind of slipped out what we were doing. We were sort of teasing it. And what we're talking about is believers in business, which we'll get to in a second. And the whole time Stephen's watching us and I'm thinking, okay, does he think we sound bad? What is the deal? And it turns out he had the exact same idea that I did. Come on. Naming it within words. Exactly. Exactly the same, almost identical. And the same idea and had been sitting on it for about as long. At least, at least two to three years. Yeah, me too. I just didn't know what to do with it. So we had to do it together. So this is Stephen Kay. Come on, come on, Stephen. Okay. So let's talk about the name of the program and why, what the Lord sparked in each of your minds to get this going. What okay. sparked? Because there's got to be something that the Lord puts on your heart as to why, and it's usually growing the kingdom related. Yes. <laughs> so I've worked here for 20 years. And the very, very hardest thing, we are a for-profit radio station. Okay. And so we're always combining money and ministry. Yes. And you have to get used to that when you first come to work here, and you have to be comfortable with it. But you also have to be comfortable with we're selling something, advertising, programming, things like that. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean that people are going to necessarily do it. And we still have to follow God's word and direction on if somebody is going to be on the radio station in whatever yes. form that's going to be. So the people who end up staying here a long time like me are the people who are comfortable with that, just following him. Yes. And maybe doing extra So anybody that is listening that's in sales, you know, you develop a sales funnel. And so some people skate by just as little as possible, and they try to sell something. We have as much in our funnel as possible because we don't know what the Lord's direction is going to be. We just know that we have to be good stewards of the information that we have and connecting with the right people, making sure that it's the right type of client to be on the air that will resonate with the listeners and all of that. So I've always had in the back of my mind, Why couldn't we do a program that would edify all of the people that decide that they want to advertise and all of the great Christian businesses that are out there that don't normally have a platform for saying what's behind their business, what's Mm. driving the Christian values that they bring into the workplace. So that was my thought. Okay. Stephen, what was yours? Well, I've been in media for over 18 years now. And I would say it's probably been close to at least 15 years ago that I made a decision for myself to put God at the front of everything I was doing. And on a side note, I'll say I didn't always, I didn't always do that wholeheartedly. Okay. It, you know, it, it, it's easy to talk to talk Yeah. and it's hard for all of us to walk the walk. Right. But I made that decision years ago and it completely transformed my business. And so when I was out there working with clients, I'd serve them in the name of Christ. Servant leadership. Yeah, exactly. And I did various things from talking to business groups about faith inside their business, et cetera. 
And so at some point during that journey, I had this idea about having a radio program with Christian business owners about how they put their faith at the forefront of their company. Because we are taught and told so often that two things that we should never talk about, especially in the business world, is religion and politics. Right. And I might agree with politics. But I think as Christians, God should be at the front of everything we do. Everything. People should see Christ shine through us. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Especially in the way we serve them. Absolutely. And so I had this idea a long time ago, and I actually gave it to a client of mine because he wanted to do a radio show kind of similar. And I said, well, why don't you run with it and see how it goes? And like two years later, I said, did you ever do that? He goes, no. I said, okay, then I'm taking it back. Good. And then I sat on it for another three to five years. And so I, I just had this idea aching in me that I should talk with business owners about how they put their faith in front of their business, how they exemplify Christ when they serve others in the products and services that they sell. And I'm sitting here one day listening to Susan talk on your show as I'm sitting here pushing the buttons and doing my little production work. And she's describing the same exact idea. Hmm. And she's wondering why I'm staring at her like, I'm just like, I am blown away. And, and that's part of God, you know? Oh, like, yeah. always. Like, if he has something that he wants done on this earth to glorify the kingdom, he's going to find somebody to do it. And if you don't answer the call, somebody else will. That's right. So we both have this idea burning in us that God's saying, maybe one of you will do it or he probably knew both of us would do it. And as soon as that show was over, I told her, I said, you and I had the same idea. She goes, what are you talking about? And I told her and I said, let's collaborate. And that's what kind of kicked this off. And here's the cool thing. Ever since the pandemic, everything's changed. So nobody comes in here. You know, the offices are empty because we're all working remotely. And I keep saying to my bosses, because they ask me on my weekly meetings, what can we do to make things even better for you? Bring everybody in so we can collaborate. That's what I keep saying. Yes. So I have a collaborator now, so I don't need them to come in. (laughs) Stay home. (laughs) But, you know, the other thing that was really fun about this is it gave me an opportunity to introduce Stephen to the Katie Christian Chamber of Commerce, which is how I met you, Brittany. Yes. And so it's all coming around because we want to use that broadcast to edify the chamber. And so I was able to be in a chamber meeting a couple of weeks ago and talk about this and ask people to come on and let us interview them. So that's, that's so going to awesome. be really, really cool. I, I love the idea of this because, you know, as Christians, what are we criticized for first? Not being Christ-like. 100%. Second, we're jerks. Boy, they're going to let you know. Yep. Well, oh, yeah. you're not really. Yep. You call yourself a, a Christian? Christian? Yes. Oh, you're <laughs> rude. And I think here in America, it's such yeah. a loose term. Right. Because Christian, there's so you want to claim something. Right. So you're either atheist, you're Catholic, you're Christian, mm. you're Mormon. You have that is your identity. Right. In America, because we have rights and we have freedoms, we take a lot of times liber- the liberation of hiding behind a title because we have the right to do so in America, right? And so I think a lot of times that term is so loosely stated. When you're going to be bringing in these business owners, this is going to be huge because if they live the forefront of everything that they do with Christ at the center, not that they're perfect, but with Christ at the center and the focal point, then you're going to be bringing on people that are going to be encouraging 
those to step out that God has given ideas to, to run with their ideas. And that God, if he's for you, nothing can be against you. These are going to be very successful business owners that are going to be coming on the program. That is so exciting because then it's no longer saying my identity is a Christian. Mm. My identity is Christ. My identity is Christ. It's yeah. not my title of my business. It's not my business model. It is that Christ is at the center of all that I do, including my work. This is going to be huge. And it's not just about the fact that we call ourselves Christian business owners. It's how do we live it out? Yes. Yeah. How do we actually put it into action? Because anybody can call themselves a Christian. Bingo. Yeah. But. How do you That's walk right. that in your day-to-day activities? Right. How do you walk that with how you deal with your customers, with how you hand, with how you treat your employees? 100%. Well, we decided after we did the first interview that our show probably needs to be an hour because it was interesting. Our first guest was Greg Dyer of Anodyne. Okay. Anodyne Health. And they, oh, oh man, they do such neat things because they're really helping people who are in pain crisis come through it. And the way that they serve internally is really incredible. And we barely scratched the surface on talking about their service model, not their service model in the sense of we offer this and this and that, but their service model in how they approach the work and how they work with customers. And I realized afterwards, wow, there's just so much to say. And it's so important for people to know that when a Christian is running a business and if they advertise it, Mm-hmm. There is something behind that. You don't just put that moniker on your no. signpost or advertising or whatever. I mean, most people are scared to say it. Right. 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 You know, especially certain business categories. Oh, I, I meet this resistance in the business yeah. world mm-hmm. all the time. I mean, I, I didn't just do it with my media company mm. for so many years. Uh, two years ago, I started a Christian-themed billiards apparel company. I'm very involved in the world of pool and billiard. I love the game. And two years ago, I had this idea to start an apparel company that was Christian themes for the world to pull. We started hosting events under that name. It's called Cues of the Cross. Ooh, I'd like that. And All you right. can't believe how much, when I announced it, how much resistance I've got and support. I mean, I got it from both sides. But how much resistance I've gotten from people just saying, oh, keep God out of pool. I'm like, Why? <laughs> why can't I be in a pool hall and be a Christian? Why can't I exemplify that in the sport that's supposed to have honor in the first place? That's right. And so I just pushed forward with it and, you know, forget the resistance. I want people to see that our, our tagline is God's light shines in the darkest places, even dimly lit pool halls. Ooh, I like it. I love that. Because he is everywhere. And I'm telling you, in that world, there's a lot of people who need to see Christ's love. They do, because when you have a business owner that says, I don't want to claim my Christianity because I don't want to alienate somebody, that's the one I hear all the time. Well, we don't want to offend anybody. Who are you going to offend? Mm, That is. I have spoken to people of other religions, and this is Sikhs, Hindus, Jews. Muslims, they all say the same thing. They all know God, Mm -hmm. and they all know that Christ is at the top. They all know. (laughs) And in some form or fashion, they'll tell you that. So if they know it, what are they going to get offended about? Well, and if they do, that's where where friction and heat comes 
Mm. Weapons are forged, <laughs> yeah, you know, right. and I there love the heat. You know, yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's it. That's Rick it. and I are very blunt people. My husband and I are very blunt people. You want to know what we think? We'll tell you what we think. And the reason why is because we know on the other side of that, if there's a major friction that happens there, but we we walk out on the other side with the relationship mm-hmm. still intact with those people that we had friction with, mm-hmm. we're both going to be sharper. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. so I, like I think a lot of times that friction that God allows in the pool hall or wherever, if somebody's pushing back against you, we have somebody, you know, they might even be listening or, or watching, but <laughs> we have somebody that in the football world, he went after me. And I was like, yes, let's go. This is an opportunity <laughs> for me to introduce him to Jesus. And we've had great conversation. And I think that that is. If we look at everything that we do as an opportunity that is never on accident, our world is going to be so much bigger. So if our business owners can come on here and they can listen and they can hear these other business owners talk about what do they do when friction happens in their business? How do they impact their community when ugliness happens inside their business? Mm -hmm. They're going to be so encouraged. Run after the hard one. Don't give up on the difficult client. You know, run after them. Now, sometimes you need to let them go, but sometimes God puts them in our path because we are the only ones that are going to be able to impact them. And those opportunities are there. Those opportunities to spread the word, to talk about Jesus are there in ways that you never imagine if you're not bringing it up. Yep. Yes. And, And I've seen it way too often. I can't tell you how many times I've been able to, I've always had a problem stepping out and quote unquote evangelizing. You know, I just, it's just a hard conversation for me to start Mm -hmm. with someone. How do I talk to somebody about Jesus? That's, that's the great commission, right? That's what we're supposed to be doing is spreading the word to others so that they can learn about Christ and Mm -hmm. find salvation. And I've always had a very difficult time. I cannot tell you how many times with my media company and with Cues of the Cross. I mean, I get to talk about Jesus on the radio every day here. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm here on the afternoons and I'm I'm already preaching to the choir. Right. Right. But in these other areas of my life with my media company and with pool company, et cetera, I can't tell you how many times that I've just had that chance to talk to somebody about Jesus simply because they know I'm a Christian and they see me walking it out and it's at the forefront of my business that they start asking me questions. Even if it's a challenge of saying, well, why do you believe in God? How do you know he exists? You know, Come on. Opportunity. And again, it's opportunities that would not have been there otherwise. If I just kept my faith to myself and didn't put it in at the front of my business, I would have never had that chance to talk to them. And I've been able to have long conversations with people about it. I've been able to hand them books like The Case for Christ when they want to know about the more scientific side of, of the proof of God. Yes. You know, and just, it's just, it's amazing. And I'm telling you, I would have never had that chance playing the game that I love to play as my form of recreation. If I didn't have that right up front and out in the open. So quick question. Have you ever had somebody tell you, pull you aside and ask you for prayer? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Right. Yeah. And what, and I have other people that, because now we host events okay. and we run tournaments and stuff. And I've hired a group of people to help me do that because I can't on. always be at 
every event. I mean, I have three jobs yeah. <laughs> as well as three businesses. And a couple of the people that work for me are believers. And they said, and that they actually said to me, Stephen, why don't we have a sign out there that says, if you need prayer, ask for it. That's a good idea. I have a sign. <laughs> so you need to put it out there. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, the people who don't believe that work, they don't have to do it. Yeah. Maybe eventually they'll They'll see something. But that, you'll be shocked that something happened in their lives and they all of a sudden reach out for prayer, right? Yeah. I mean, we've talked Absolutely. about this. Absolutely. I mean, I have somebody I'm working with right now that I know is being misled. I'm a marketing freak. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love learning about it. I love learning new things about it. And I've always been one of those people that I can see ahead. It's mm-hmm. my gift. So I can see it. So marketing is good for me because you're always looking ahead. So sometimes I can see somebody's having a problem. And marketing is mostly about generating leads or attention. Yes. And so I work with a lot of people in the financial and real estate world. They need leads. And I have somebody right now, and he's been not open to listening to me, and we've been at it for two years. And I have an opportunity now. So today is the day that I say, Mm. do you want to open our meeting with prayer before we start? This is the time. Yes. I've invited him to the chamber and all that sort of stuff. Nah, it's not for me. Right? It's like, okay, <laughs> cool. And you don't have to come, but you need to let me help you. And the only way that I've been able to help him is to go in gently, not telling him he's wrong, not doing, because he knows I'm a Christian and he knows I work here. Mm. And he does some marketing on our other stations, so he knows. So I can't just be forceful because there's that risk of them taking it the wrong way. And he's not doing anything that I have to be forceful to. I mean, if he tried to punch me or something, I'd have to punch him. <laughs> <laughs> Since he's not, right, I can't be forceful. I've got to be gentle. I've got to do it the way that Christ did it or how I envision Christ doing it. I mean, sometimes he wasn't gentle. He yeah. yelled it. It's, fair enough it's there people. if you let him see it. <laughs> yeah. It's it there is. if you let That's him see it. it. Our, yeah. My life verse for... Everything I do nowadays is Colossians 3.23. It's actually mm-hmm. on. I had it put on our logo for the show. Mm-hmm. It's on one of my shirts for the billiards apparel company. And it, Colossians 3.23 says, whatever you do, yeah. do in the name of the Lord yeah. and not for man. Yes. Yeah, that's right. If you put it at the front of what you do, then people will see it. And they'll, that's right. That's right. they'll ask you about it. They'll wonder about it. They'll see it exemplified through your actions and how you'll serve and how you live and the blessings that, that God puts upon you. And that's attractive. That is. It is. It's so attractive. You know, thank you for doing that, by the way. I love that. And, and a friend of mine, when I went through my, my divorce and I was kind of in a dark place, a friend of mine says, Stephen, you have a spirit inside you that just shines mm-hmm. and the right person will see it if you just let it shine. That's right. Not worry about whatever. That's right. And, and he was right. Eventually, I met, met my wife, Miriam, and she is the She's most awesome. fantastic woman ever. Yeah. And it's just about me just living for Christ and not living to find somebody to be with. God leads you to the right places. He does. He leads you to the right businesses. You know, Rick and I just opened up a new business and we're, I'll be coming on talking about it in a few weeks. It's really exciting. But when we were talking about it, I'm going to be bringing it to the Katie Christian chamber. So listeners listen to me because we are about to do an altar call. Katie Christian chamber. If you are in Houston at all, um, if you're in Texas, Katie Christian chamber, they are expanding. They are amazing. Your business will flourish because God's hand will be on it. Mm -hmm. But you know, I want to lead 
the altar call with this scripture. Proverbs 3.27 is a scripture that was used. Do not withhold good from those to whom it is due when it is in your power to do it. God has given us something good at our fingertips, an idea. Every idea that honors God is a God idea. And so any business that God has put on your mind, that's a God idea. Do not withhold that idea from people that need to benefit from it. Whatever your product mm-hmm. is, whatever your business is. So listeners, um, we're going to finish with the altar call. We've got 30 seconds. If you don't know Jesus, this is your opportunity. You just need to dig deep and say, Jesus, I know that you died on the cross for my sins. I'm going to dig into your word, Lord, and find more and more about you. If you prayed that, if you said, Jesus, you shed your blood on the cross for me, congratulations, you're part of the kingdom of God. Amen. Look up Katie Christian Chamber and be looking for this next radio program. Believers in Business. It will be a podcast as well. You've been listening to Brokenness to Beauty with Brittany Francis. Join us every Thursday evening at 5.30 p.m. To hear this program again, go to kkht.com and click on the podcast. For more information, visit kintsukoriministries.com. K-I-N-T-S-U-K-U-R-O-I. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.